American Murder, put out by Netflix, is the story about Shanann Watts, Christopher Watts, and their two beautiful children, Bella and Cece. And what happened that fateful night on August 13th, 2018. For those who tuned in to my first episode discussing this story, welcome back and thank you for continuing to listen to my show. It's called The Actor's Room and my name's Jeff Tarowski. Sit back. Try to relax. I do hope you enjoy this show and maybe get something a little different out of it surrounding this story, this horrific story, a story that just saddens me and I'm sure saddens you as well. But we want to find out all the people surrounding this story. It's interesting. It's a freaking rabbit hole upon rabbit hole upon rabbit holes. Some molehills too. All sorts of holes. So, like I said... (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Here we go. Image. Let's say that word one more time. Image. It's an important word in this story. There are people, a lot of people, I think, that portray an image that's very important to them. They're walking out their front door or they're placing themselves in front of the camera like a Facebook live feed and showing the outside world. Who they are. Uh, What's their makeup. Uh, How do they look. How they act. What their family is like. And how they act. And how they portray you as well. But are we seeing the real. Oh what would you call. The real thing. the, The real portrayal. Is that really them. And I've heard this so many times. For my parents, never ever judge a book by its cover. It's so easy to do that. And although you may be right, most of the time when you look at somebody and try to pinpoint who they are, it's not always going to be right. It's a hard thing to do. But image, Shanann, held that word in high respect. Her image was almost everything. And for women and men, men too, okay? The, the guys that go work out in the gym all day <laughs> or every uh, other you know, moment they have besides going to work, you know, just working out. Some people just work out all the time. Yes, to be fit and healthy, but also to look good. <laughs> and, you know, they can't deny that. They feel proud of themselves, looking in the mirror and seeing the results. And it's all about results. So let's get to it. Wanted to state that in the beginning of the show because you're going to see why. I said image and how that word is important in the story of what happened. That's what I'm trying to do. Trying to figure out what the hell happened on August 13th, 2018, that morning, early morning or late night. We left off last episode talking about Chris's childhood, talking about Shanann, what went on with her before they met each other. And I felt that to be important. I hope you do too. I'm addicted to true crime. And when I find a situation that fascinates me, I like to really find out all about the people around it. I want to suck it all out or suck it in or whatever. 
I want to suck in, bleed it dry, finding out about everything. I'm that guy. So that's what we're doing. Shanann and Chris meet. There are several versions about how they met. And why is that? It's because of all the bullshit stories that people just can't help themselves on YouTube and forums everywhere about this situation. I mean, it's incredible to me how people can come up with all these other stories about how these two met. They met. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Shanann's story is they met on Facebook through a mutual friend. This happens a lot. And that's probably what happened. Others say they met on Grindr or something or a dating app. I, I don't buy that. Um, from what I gather, Chris was probably looking. He had a Facebook page and was looking at mutual friends or they, they call that like suggested friends. And these weird people come up. People you've never met. I know. I get them. I'm like, who the hell is that? Oh, they're friends with some... I went to high school with Well Chris was doing that Came across Shanann's picture On Facebook Went she's cute And requested uh, To be their friend Her friend His friend (laughs) They're all going to be friends We're all going to be friends Facebook friends right Precious (laughs) Okay And in this day and age, that's normal, man. You meet somebody on Facebook, no one's going to be like, whoa, that's weird. It's not. Chris felt Shanann was beautiful. And Shanann was beautiful. Chris reached out. And I think Shanann actually denied his first request. (laughs) Um, She's probably like, first off, women get requests a lot. A lot more than guys. They do. There's a lot of guy perverts out there, folks. A lot. (laughs) They're everywhere. It's kind of scary. Try not to think about it. They're out there. And on Facebook and other sites, guys will try almost anything, okay, to get to be friends with pretty girls. (laughs) So I'm sure Shanann saw that request and went, I don't know this guy. No. Gone. Well, Chris didn't let up. He requested again. And maybe this time he went, I'm not some weirdo, although you are. (laughs) Um, You know, he probably said, because you can request someone to be your friend and then you can also send them a message. So I'm thinking Chris sent her a little message saying, hey, I'm reaching out. Uh, We have a mutual friend, so-and-so. And I think that's when Shanann decided to say to herself and then click the button. (laughs) Okay, I'll be friends with you, Chris Watts. So there you go. That's how they met. And it all just sort of happened from there. These things happen. They would exchange messages on Facebook. One thing leads to another. And a date is set up. And here's a story about their first date, folks. You got to... This situation and story is so unbelievably interesting. I'm going to take a sip of my tea first here. Mm. I got the tea going on. Sinuses, folks. This time of year, sinuses, bad. And why am I doing this? I did go, 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 and I'm doing bad. It's just the kind of mood I'm in. Uh, Hopefully, it's okay. Very emotional about this story. Chris and Shanann's first date. Here we go. Shanann sets it up. What a surprise. Uh, Chris says, I'll meet you at this theater. She sets it up. (laughs) Uh, Chris arrives at this theater to see a movie, right? Dressing like you would. Going to a movie. I believe he had a t-shirt, shorts. Tennis shoes. Uh, That's not what kind of theater this was supposed to be. I guess this theater was a hoity-toity thing. Where 
It might have been a sit-down where you eat and watch a movie. They do this. Or it was just a really fancy theater. Shanann didn't tell Chris about this theater. Um, I can't find out if Shanann told him, Hey, I set it all up. It's kind of a nice place. Dress in a, a suit. A tux. I don't know. From what I gather, she didn't do that. Why? Did she just assume that Chris knew about this place? And maybe she did say that, hey, I made this reservation at this place. Um, and I'll see you on Saturday. And maybe Shanann went, do you know of this place? And if Chris being Chris, who lies all the time, he's a liar. Chris Watts is a bona fide liar. Some people just they lie. Well, that's what Chris does. He lies. It's possible. And he went, oh yeah, I know that place. See ya. See you at eight. Being so excited. Who knows? But anyways, Chris shows up at this beautiful theater looking like he was going to go to a beach party. I think he said, <laughs> it looked like I was going to a bonfire. Did um, Shanann humiliated him in a way. Am I right? I mean, when you do one plus one equals two. She humiliated him from the jump. These are situations and stories in the overall picture that you have to scratch your head on. And when I find out this information, and I go, although seeming very, like I said, interesting, but there's something underneath this. Like when you dig deeper, this stuff shouldn't happen. But with Shanann, these things happen. Why? Is it because her life is just interesting and she has all these interesting stories about relationships, what happens in them, and that Chris is just an idiot? <laughs> Maybe that's the case. And Chris is just an idiot. <laughs> but, okay, then that's fine. So I guess we'll take away from this story. Either Shanann could have intentionally humiliated him just to get a reaction from this guy or just to test him. Be like, I want to see if this guy does his homework, looks this place up, and on his own um, finds a way to research it and go, okay, I need to dress up for this thing. I'll bring flowers. Sort of a test. And right off the bat, he's kind of failing, isn't he? <laughs> a Chris, you failed there, buddy. You failed. And even if I was going on a first date with a beautiful girl, I wouldn't be wearing a t-shirt and shorts. Okay. Chris is, uh, what a simple, simple guy. Shanann, she isn't. <laughs> She's not. Their relationship continues forward. Of course. So it's not a complete disaster. Chris maybe gets better at uh, reaching the heights of where Shanann really wants to go with this relationship. Can this guy toe the line? <laughs> Can he do it? And I think he is. Day by day, date by date, Chris is getting better with Cheyenne. I wanted to say Cheyenne. I want to say Cheyenne. It's not. It's Shanann. But her real name is Shannon. I want to call her Shannon so bad. But I can't. Because she changed her name. She changed it. Anyway. The relationship gets better and better. Chris, you're doing a better job. He even goes with Shanann to doctor's appointments. And one of the appointments... That Chris went with her on. Was Shanann getting. A colonoscopy. I'm sure that was a great time. <laughs> First off. Why is this young woman. Getting that. At her age. She was like in her late 20s. Was it suggested that she get this. 
And we might as well get into this now. I didn't want to. I thought it to be just irrelevant. But nothing is irrelevant in this story. And I got to keep telling that to myself. Nothing at all is relevant in the Chris Watts story. So might as well talk about it. I bring up the colonoscopy because I guess there was a lot wrong with Shanann, health-wise. She claims she had lupus, a hard disease to pinpoint and diagnose, by the way. Okay, my daughter Madeline uh, may have some sort of lupus, they told us. But the doctor took me aside and said, listen, it's a really hard disease to pinpoint, to put a label on, okay? The symptoms vary. And it's just sort of a disease you can throw around. But other things also wrong with Shanann were all over the charts. Like she had almost everything. And people that do this, you got to really take a look at them. I mean, and if all these things were wrong with her, and look it up, folks. There are, there's a list of things that were wrong with Shanann. The one I love today is the whole celiac thing. Oh, I have celiac. That's the gluten diet. Uh, You're allergic to wheat, flour, uh, barley, oats, rye. I know this because my brother Dave has it. And he is 40 now. (laughs) My little bro is 40. Okay, he was diagnosed when he was a baby. And I believe he got this because he had a really bad virus when he was a kid. Some sort of uh, rash. He had a very high temperature. And he was susceptible to stuff. You know, when you are so sick, your immune system goes down. And it was after that infection he had, he nearly died, my brother. He nearly died when he was a baby. Because after that infection, his stomach got big. And I'm talking about when you see kids in Ethiopian films... They're starving and they have those big bellies. My brother had that. He was starving. We were feeding him flour because we didn't know. And his belly, it was all gas because his body was allergic to flour. He nearly died until one doctor finally got the diagnosis right. He said he might have this. Take him off of flour and wheat. And within a week, that kid, he looked good again. You know, uh, he was smiling again. I remember when I was that young, he was so sick and my mom was so scared. We were losing him. And thank God, Dr. Wiley at the Cleveland Clinic. God bless you. God bless you. And uh, he, we kept him off a of flower and that kid, by God, I mean, he looked beautiful. And my brother was one of the cutest kids I've ever seen. Just a beautiful young boy. And he has celiac. And back in the 80s, nobody had celiac, folks. No, in Cleveland, we would go to, um, every year we would go to uh, like committee here. Not committees, but uh, meetings. Sorry. We go to meetings every summer for celiac. Do you know how many people in the Cleveland area had celiac in the 80s? Like, I'm not kidding, maybe 200. Now everybody's got it. Whatever. It's a diet. It's a healthy diet. But that disease is thrown around like, I got celiac now. And you can't diagnose that properly. They take a little piece of your stomach and they analyze it. That's how you really know you have it, by the way. The doctors like to just throw this celiac thing around now. It's so funny. Back in the eight, back in the eighties, my brother would would uh, buy a burger right at McDonald's, and we would go listen. We want a cheeseburger. That was my brother's favorite. A cheeseburger with no bun, just the meat and the cheese. And the people behind the counter looked at us like we were crazy, <laughs> looking down at the register, going, "Ah." Uh, how do I not charge him for the bun? And we're like, it's okay. We'll pay for the bun. Just give us the meat and the cheese. Like nobody did that back then. Now it's so commonplace how things have changed. Shanann claims to have had this celiac. 
Did she? I'd say, I don't know. I don't think so. I think she was that type of person. And sorry for my uh, ranting about my past. I do that on my show. Some people love it. Some people hate it. But that's my show. I thought it was relevant. So there you go. Did Shanann have this though? And do a lot of other people claiming to have this disease, do they have it? Were they diagnosed properly? Most of them, I don't think so. It's just a healthy diet. But anyway, you look at the list of things wrong with Shanann. Oh, man. (laughs) Either poor lady, poor girl for having all of these diseases, allergies. Oh, God knows else what this lady had. Man. Or she's kind of making some of them up, which is possible. Her makeup, I, I see it as possible. Just because of the image thing that I brought up earlier, right? Right? Right, 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 right. She kind of wanted that attention. Hey, some people do this for the attention. What was lacking within Shanann that needed all this attention? She loved going to doctors. <laughs> How many people really love going to the doctor? Not many. I go when I have to. Shanann, she loved to go to the doctor. Oh. <laughs> That's my opinion. She... Okay. Where was I? Okay. <laughs> I had to point that out, man. And we're really diving deep into Shanann Rusek. For a reason. She is damn interesting. Chrissy boy... He really isn't that interesting. He's a weak psychopath. We had a demon in him. Still does. Still alive. I hear he's in general population now. In this other jail. Prison. Currently. And is doing just fine. (laughs) I guess it's a a newer uh, prison or something. Holding cell. I don't know man. I guess he's doing okay. (laughs) Yeah, good for him. Anyway, getting back to Shanann and how interesting she is. (laughs) She's very interesting. Chris and Shanann's relationship going well in the beginning. Very well. So well. It's time to meet the parents. (laughs) Oh, shit. Here we go. Here we go, folks. Oh, God. It's for any relationship, meeting the parents, it's a big deal. And this will be a big deal on both sides. Here we go. Sipping the tea first. Because this is big. And I need my vocal cords to hold up on this. Shanann meeting the Wattses. <laughs> this is crazy. This is crazy. It's, and I understand these things happen with uh, in-laws. <laughs> Meeting the parents, right? You just don't know what you're going to walk into. On both sides. Like, Shanann thinking, God, I hope his parents like me. And then you have his parents thinking, oh, please, you know, I hope I love this girl. Right? There, Okay. And then what happens after that, usually, I think in most relationships, it goes fine. You may not like your son's significant other, okay? But you just get along with them because you love your son. Okay. But other times, um, things get messy when they don't get along. And in this case, (laughs) this case... The latter happens. Shanann and the Wattses, and I'm talking about Chris Watts's family. His mom, his dad, and his sister. They don't like Shanann from the very start. Okay. Shanann was just different from them. I think the Wattses like to keep to themselves. Quiet. Uh, usually what happened with them 
behind closed doors stayed that way. Okay, my family was like that. We didn't uh, state outside of our house what happened. It was private for us. We weren't like that. Other families are. They have no problem talking about their lives. Uh, being emotional. Uh, getting feeling from that. Well, that was Shanann. But something really weird happened before they even met. <laughs> if you know this story. I find this story quite... Oh, like, it doesn't make sense. It's kind of cute, but not. Here we go. Chris tells his parents, uh, you're going to meet Shanann. We're coming over at this time. See you then. Um, and he told his parents that Shanann was in her 40s. Did you hear that? Chris told his parents before they even met Shanann, I'm dating this girl. I really like her. She's in her 40s. We'll see you on Saturday. <laughs> okay? <clears throat> so you got the parents, right, with this information. They're going, because Chris is in his 20s at this time. So if there's a 20-year difference, I mean, that's a difference. That's an older woman. Okay. Not that that's wrong in any way. It's just maybe a little odd. But that should be noteworthy. So now you got the parents... Uh, Cindy is the mom, okay, and Ronnie, the dad, and the sister, Jamie, with this information. Uh, Chris called. He's bringing his new girlfriend. <laughs> I guess it's serious, and she's in her 40s. And I'm sure they all kind of looked at each other and went, oh, that's interesting. I mean, <laughs> I can't wait to meet this woman. Okay, uh, not that that's bad, but noteworthy, because now you have this image, like, Chris is dating an older woman. Okay. There we go. Of course, Shanann is not in her 40s. Why did Chris do that? It wasn't Chris that did that. Shanann told Chris to tell his parents that she was in her 40s. Why, you ask? Like, just a joke? We'll surprise them? Go ho ho ho! Because I walk in, all right? I'm not in my 40s. Ha 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 That's weird, man. It's weird. Why did they do that? Why did Shanann want Chris to tell his parents that? Because when Shanann walks in the door or walks in the backyard to have a barbecue, to meet the fam, okay? The fam is expecting some 45-year-old woman, right? <laughs> this mature woman, okay? But they don't see that. They see this beautiful 26-year-old, 27-year-old, whatever, walk in. I'm sure Shanann was fucking glowing that day. <laughs> Come on, think about it. Just the way she is, right? I'm sure she walked in like she could have modeled that day, Okay. I'm sure Cindy and Ronnie, boy, that is the greatest 45-year-old I've ever seen in my life. Wow. <laughs> like, holy shit. Cindy's probably like, whoa. <laughs> I got I to cheer, cheer, chew her ear off. I can't talk because I'm laughing. <laughs> I am chewing her ear off about beauty products and her diet. My God. <laughs> wow, Chris. Wow. And, like, I wonder how long it took for this charade to go on. I, I Was it right away when they walked in and then Shanann's like, ah, I'm really 27? <laughs> or did it sort of, like, go on for uh, moments? Like, <laughs> Ronnie and Cindy and Jamie, like, <laughs> she's 45? Like, maybe, like, Cindy and Jamie are, like, looking at each other going, she's 45? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> she looks 22. <laughs> Which I'm sure Shanann did, man. At 27, I'm sure Shanann looked like she was 23, right? She's gorgeous. 
I'm going to tell you why she did that. And I wish I knew how long it was before Shanann was like, ah, we were just pulling your leg. You know, Chris and I were just playing a little joke on you. I'm really 27. Okay. Right off the bat, like Cindy and Ronnie and them were probably like, what the, what was that? They're kind of under her from the very beginning. They didn't like that joke. <laughs> I'm going to tell you straight up. Straight up. I could tell you. Just by studying and reading up and just, I don't know, figuring out both families, the Wattses didn't appreciate that little joke. Because when you get to meet somebody for the first time, that first impression, I think, is so important. And things can always get better in time if you have a bad first impression. Okay, it's just off. Something's wrong. Or you just humiliate yourself and you're just uncomfortable and shy and nervous. Okay? And you get familiar with the family and become more comfortable in their presence. That happens for sure. Uh, But this first impression is awkward. It's odd. Should never have happened. Why do that? I'll tell you why. And we've really talked about this a lot. But I find all of this so important. I mean, is it though? It is. And you're going to see why through the whole picture, this world, this Watts world story. <laughs> Shanann did it plainly to show the Wattses how beautiful she was. Because when you tell somebody I'm in my 40s, they now have this premeditated or whatever it is image of you and there's that word again image 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 once again her image is so important to her she wanted to meet chris's parents and sister this is important to her and chris She wanted to look more beautiful than they could even imagine. Because in their head, they're picturing a 45-year-old woman. And what they got was a 27-year-old, just beautiful woman. And that image is now, like the first time they saw her, it went from, well, she's pretty to, oh, wow, she's really pretty. The image... On the outside, has nothing to do with with going on on the inside. Shanann turned the Watts's off from the start with that, and it continued throughout the relationship, bits and pieces here and there. And I guess it's common for there to be friction between daughter-in-law and mother-in-law. Uh, Cindy, that's her boy. That's her son. And she wants what's best for her son. And the conversations between Shanann and Cindy before they got married were consistently uh, with Shanann berating Chris. It's a bad move by Shanann. Uh, The last thing a mother wants to hear is uh, how... What's the word I'm looking for? I hate when I do this. How inadequate. There you go. How inadequate your son is. Moms don't want to hear that from the girl that your son's dating. Oh, I guess Shanae would say stuff like, I don't like the way he dresses. He looks like a little skater boy. Demeaning things. And also Shanae was very open About her life. Talking about things that Cindy felt. You shouldn't talk about. When Cindy and Ron. Especially Cindy. Found out. What Shanann's house looked like. And here we go talking about that house again. Cindy saw that house. And went what? (laughs) You live here. Yeah I live here. That house was huge. Uh. Wow, you're really successful. What do you do? I work at a car park place. Now, 
Cindy was on to Shanann from the very beginning. Shanann was shady, fishy. Okay. And I mentioned this in the last episode. Uh, Shanann did some shady things. Can't be denied. And when Cindy saw that house, she went, there's something off. (laughs) Something off with this girl. And she told that to Chris. She said, Chris, I'm worried. I'm kind of worried about your relationship with this new girl. Um, There's something wrong here. Chris really loved Shanann. He did. In the, especially in the beginning. Uh, near the end, uh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, but in the beginning, yes. Definitely. He adored her. Would walk on water for her. Get her whatever she wanted. He adored her. And that was his makeup, by the way. He loved to please people. He did. That's what he did. And that's another thing that Cindy didn't like. Uh, Cindy was very domineering. Is, I'm sure. She's still alive. And that's just the way she is. And she was protective of her son. Did not like Shanann from the beginning. But, okay, you know. And Chris probably telling her, listen, uh, she's a great woman. I love her. And things will get better. Give her a chance for me. So I think Cindy did try. But deep down, if you don't like somebody, hey. You don't like somebody. Chris couldn't make Cindy and Ronnie like Shanann. It's just not going to happen. Uh, Cindy would deal with Shanann. And Shanann would deal with Cindy. Here we go. Because there's friction now. They don't like her. She catches on to it, of course. She knows that. She knows that Cindy, definitely Cindy, doesn't like her. And it's such a sad thing. You want people to get along. And you got Chris probably hearing about it all the time. Hearing it from Shannon. Hearing it from Cindy, his mom. How they don't like one another. And he has to sort of, you know, deal with that. You know, I mean, as much as uh, Chris is a fucking killer. Asshole, prick, son of a bitch. Okay, back before he did this horrific act. He was just a guy dealing with relationship bullshit. (laughs) Okay, bullshit. And I'm sure after a while... It'll get to you. Okay? Some families just don't get along. And I myself have gone through stuff like that in my life. Okay? Just dealing with stuff. People not getting along. It happens. Probably in every family. But some families really get it bad. Continuing. Talking about this toxic relationship here. And it was, folks. Very. Chris and Shanann decided to get married. I'm sure Cindy was thrilled. (laughs) Chris, why? Really think about this. Think hard. Long and hard. Chris, I'm sure Cindy was talking to him often. Chris, my boy, don't do this. I'm begging you. You're making a mistake. Mom, I love her. We're getting married. Okay. Shanann had her hooks in Chris. Big time. She's pretty. She's got spunk. I mean, she had goals. And I think Chris was really turned on to that. It seemed like she had her shit together. Beautiful house, right? I mean, she had to have had her shit together, right? Mind you, there was a bit of scandal with what went on at 30 South, you know. And another thing, Cindy was scratching her head about this mystery thing. Because people were talking about that in the area. It was kind of a thing, a rumor. But hey, it seemed like she had her shit together. She's a little sickly. Never looked sickly to me. I thought Shanann always looked pretty good. But apparently has all these diseases. And Chris would help her when she was sick. Um, Be there for her when she was down. Being a great boyfriend. And Shanann felt he'll be an amazing husband. 
Uh, he's that guy that I need. Uh, willing to take a bullet for me. Huh. <laughs> That's what she felt. Okay. She knew she could control this guy. Because she controlled him from the very beginning. This is my guy. Seems like a good guy. We're getting married. Folks. This other bit of information I found out about blows my mind. They had three engagement parties. Three. Um, when I got married 20 years ago, thank you. We didn't have any engagement parties. I guess this is a thing now. Okay. Uh, did you have three engagement parties? Did you have any engagement parties? Shanann and Chris had three. <laughs> and before we get to the engagement parties, not party, parties, Shanann and Chris decide to move out of North Carolina. They're going to move to Colorado. Both families do not like this decision, the Wattses and the Rusicks. Why are you doing this, Chris and Shanann? I'm sure the Rusik set Shannon aside. I say Shannon and Shanann. Bear with me. Did the Rusiks kind of take Shanann aside and go, why are you moving to Colorado? And Shanann says, the doctor, my doctor says that my lupus will do better in that sort of climate. Folks, that's a lie. Uh, no doctor would say that. Okay? That's ridiculous. Okay? But that's her story. And Chris even backs this story up. That was part of it. Another part is... Shanann was um, babysitting or being a nanny to a friend. They became friends. Uh, with the mother of this a child... That Shanann was watching in North Carolina. Uh, she was a nurse. And she got another job. In Colorado. Well Shanann kind of looked up to this lady. Okay. Became close with her. And went to visit her. In Colorado. For a week or something. With Chris. And both Chris and Shanann fell in love with the area. And decided to move there. That's their story. Why though? The lupus thing? I don't buy it. Just falling in love with an area? I love Boston. I'm not moving there. <laughs> you know? I, I love it there. I go there to visit Boston. My favorite city. But I'm not picking up my stakes and just moving there. I have family here. Okay? And it seemed to me that Shanann and Chris, both of them, were close with their families. Very close. Both. Why are they moving away? There's got to be a better reason why. Than lupus. Which is ridiculous. Something was going on. There. Folks. Something. What? Was it. The dirty south stuff. The. That stuff. Eh, and that for a while. I thought. Maybe. That might be part of it. Like this reputation she was getting about this rumor that she was doing illegal shit. Okay. And just having that there and hearing whispers and all that stuff. That might have played a part. And yes, liking Colorado too. And her new friend, the nurse, and liking her so much that she wanted to follow her out there. That's weird. What's going on? When something smells fishy, it's usually fishy. You know, we're not stupid. And that's why a lot of us dive into this. Because things just don't make sense. The Wattses were upset that Chris was moving halfway across the country, away from them. Doesn't make sense. Chris, what, what is going on? <laughs> You meet this girl, um, she completely controls you. 
you, you do everything for her. Whatever she says, you're doing. And in some relationships, that's just the way it is. Uh, she's got this big house, like a single lady with this big house. I guess uh, her engagement ring was ridiculous. Ridiculous. Like $15,000. Okay. Image. Again, coming up. Image. And Cindy looked at this ring and went, wow. That's a down payment on a house, folks. Okay. A really nice house. On her finger. Folks, me personally, this is from me. Jewelry? Besides your wedding ring. And this was a big ring. Okay. Besides your wedding ring, I think jewelry is ridiculous. If you're spending a ridiculous amount of money on jewelry, I just, uh, it's just not my thing. It's showy. It's, I'm not that. I'm not showy. Uh, I like things real for me. I was bullshit. I don't buy it. You know, I just don't buy it. You're covering shit up with. Uh, you know, plastic surgery and all that other stuff. You're covering shit up of who you really are. And Cindy didn't really smile upon a big flashy ring when money like that could be put in other areas in your life. Okay. And I get it though. With a woman in her wedding ring, I mean, I get it. I do. And I don't mean to bash on that. I think that Having a really pretty and expensive wedding ring, you know, okay, okay. But Cindy frowned upon that. You know, I think she even commented on it either to Chris or directly to Shanann about that and made a comment about, oh, I would never, you know, buy a, a ring that was that expensive. I mean, you don't say that, Cindy. You could think it, make judgments, you're human. I get it. I get it. But you don't say it. And if that's true, Cindy, that was wrong. Maybe she knows that now. But that's the type of person she was. And that's the type of person that Shanann had to deal with. Probably all the time. Cindy saying these things. Shanann being the way she was. And how Cindy didn't approve. Problems. And why they moving away. Was it because Shanann said to Chris, we got to get the fuck out of here away from your parents or I am going to lose my mind. (laughs) That could be true. I think there were several elements of why they moved way out there. And the Watts and the Rusiks sort of had to deal with it. Okay. Uh, There's also a rumor. I might as well bring up rumors too. And these, of course, are not backed by anything. Okay. In my show, you got to understand that. These are, I do research, I churn it, and then it comes out in my show. And like I said, don't take what I say 100%. Don't do it. That would be wrong. You do your own research. I'm telling you what I believe. Okay. The rumor is the reason why Shanann had a bunch of doctors and all these diseases was for the attention, yes, but also to get a hold of Oxycontin. And the rumor is uh, people were catching on, doctors were catching on to her little scam to get pain relievers. Corey Haim, I know, Corey Haim. Did the same thing. He was addicted to painkillers. Really bad. Not as bad if Shanann was. Definitely not as bad. Okay. Haim was really bad. But that's what he would do. He would go to different doctors. Tell them his condition. And get all these pills. So that was a rumor that. uh, They were catching on to her. and, And she had to move on. So all these shady things. And although that's just a rumor. It's out there. So, three engagement parties, folks. Three. I guess they had one in North Carolina, one in Colorado, and another just for kicks. 
Oh, man. That's a lot of work. And why do you have to have three of them, man? Man. How special are you to have three of them? Man. Ridiculous. I'm getting so super um, excited that I'm getting tired over here. (laughs) This story is ridiculous. Anyway, I think at party number three, there was a problem. There were some issues. This is what happened. Jamie Watts, sister of Chris, wanted to help out at the third party, I believe. And I really can't believe that Shanann allowed this because she was so controlling that she allowed Jamie to take on some responsibility. I think Shanann was definitely hesitant to do it, but felt also if she gave Jamie a little part of the action that maybe Jamie would like Shanann. So Shanann gave Jamie the task of sending out the invitations. And I think that Cindy also helped with some food. Well, I guess the party happens, right? And there aren't a lot of people in Shanann's mind with the invitations that were sent out that should have been there. She felt that there should have been more people. Shanann. And also, the food wasn't right. Uh, I guess Cindy and Jamie did their food all uh, with gluten. <clears throat> I guess sprinkled everywhere. And I didn't know you can sprinkle gluten on food. I mean, it's either gluten-free or not. And so, Shanann being unable to eat wheat, gluten, okay? All the food that the Watts brought, Shanann couldn't eat. But there was other food there, I guess. Because Shanann's mom said, well, thank goodness we had the food that I brought so my daughter could eat. Whoa! The mom's in on it too, folks. Like, this whole thing. Because I'm sure Shanann's talking to her mom, saying all the shit. So now... Her mom, Sandra, by the way, Sandra Rusick is now, you know, of course she's going to defend her daughter and anything that goes wrong with the Watts is, you know, boom, boom, boom. It just makes things worse. A lot of weird things because now Shanann and Sandra are blaming Jamie for not doing her job right. She didn't send out the invitations. They're claiming Jamie intentionally took the invitations and just threw them away. Okay? And then they're, they're dogging on Cindy and Jamie for completely fucking up their food that they brought. Okay? <laughs> Maybe they didn't like the food that they brought. Now, did Shanann say, Cindy, Jamie, uh, do all the food? You're in, in control of the spread. Okay? We trust you. Bring the food. Is that what happened? And then Cindy went on knowing that Shanann couldn't eat gluten, having everything gluten, everything, even the fruit. Like she managed to put gluten in the fruit. Folks, I'm telling you, you have both sides in the wrong here, I'm sure. I am sure you have Cindy and Jamie doing shady things, and then you have Shannon, Shannon. Shanann and Sandra are doing shady things as well. That's what goes on. It's never going to work. But why three parties, Shanann? Did you really need three? Did you really need three? Because look what happened. It was just one too many, man. And if it's the third party, I'm sure there were people that were invited to one of the other two that just didn't want to go to another freaking engagement party. (laughs) So, I mean, it's weird on many different levels on like the big fights that the families had. Stupid shit. (laughs) I hope you're following me here, folks. 
This is a lot of information. It's uh, sometimes hard to wrap your head around because it's ridiculous, but very real to the people involved. I mean, this was serious shit. Okay? And it was so serious between these two families that on their wedding day, Chris and Shanann looking good, right? Although Chris's tux looked too big. <laughs> um, Chris, did you get it tailored at all? Did you miss that day? I mean, Shanann can't do everything, bro. I mean, really? You couldn't have your suit looking perfect? It's your wedding day. That's how simple he was. So easy to explain. But on their wedding day, I know. <laughs> it's weird. But on their wedding day, <laughs> the most important day, or one of, of their lives, okay? This is Shanann's second go-around in marriage. This is Chris's first. They're in their late 20s. I mean, big deal. Chris's family, most of them anyway, didn't go. And I mean his mom, his dad, his sister, and most of his family. The only family that came, I think, was his grandmother and maybe another relative. And that's it. Imagine that. I couldn't imagine my wedding. My wedding. And my parents weren't there. For me, I, when I take a step back, and I hope that you take a step back too from this and really take a look at it because it's kind of easy to say, okay, I'm looking into this and I find out that on the day of their wedding, his family didn't go. And you go, well, that's interesting. Let's move on to uh, after the wedding and then, no, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. That's a big deal. It's a big deal. Folks, that's a big deal. If your mom and dad didn't go to your wedding, would you think that's a big deal? And you would say without a doubt, it wouldn't even take you a second. You would go, yes, Jeff, that is a big deal. And to Chris Watts, that was a big deal. You can call him heartless. You can call him a monster. You can call him the devil. And rightfully so. What he did. But. You gotta understand. How every little and big thing. That happened before that fateful day. Contributed. To the final product. This whole mess. His parents didn't go to the wedding. And I mean, it must have been mind-blowing for people to hear that. Like, where are your parents, Chris? They didn't come. Why? That was a big fight. They don't like Shanann. They hate Shanann, actually. Listen. If a parent decides not to go to their kid's wedding, you are straight up telling your son and his new wife, we severely, and I mean severely disapprove. Not a little. (laughs) Is that like, we don't want to go. We got other things to do. Sorry, Chris. We'll hit the next one. Wow. And that is where we're going to end this episode. I got heated a bit. Excited. A little over the top. But with this story, I go there. And I hope it was entertaining. I hope you learned a few things. Don't hate me. I speak my truth. It's a truth. (laughs) But it's truth for me. Not for you, but for me. You may not like my truth. You may think, this guy has no fucking idea what he's talking about. Done a lot of research on this, ladies and gentlemen. I really have. Like, my spare time, I'm listening to shit. Everything. There's so much info on this case, 
You have no idea. When I say rabbit hole, that's an understatement. There's so much to this. I can't believe it. So next time, we're going to talk more about this. I hope there are people listening. I really do. Because I find it fascinating. Put comments on this show. I want to hear your comments. Tell me I'm an idiot, right? This guy is a straight up idiot. And I'm going to tell him why. And you have type it in the comment section. I'll read it. I read all the comments. Because I don't get that many. With docs, I do. So I got to break away. My voice is going. Uh... My sinuses are really, really bad. My voice did hold up, though. I have these sinus issues sometimes. And it just affects me physically. Uh, my whole body, uh, from the neck up, <laughs> it's, it's really dragging. I'm just dragging. So I was surprised I was able to have the energy today. So thank you for listening. For being here with me today in the actor's room. Highlighting American Murder done by Netflix about the Chris Watts and Shanann Rusick story. Fascinating stuff. The rabbit holes. The fights. The weird stuff. The mystery. The shadiness. The question marks that I kind of want answered. Hope they can be answered or at least talked about. So, I hope you have a great night. Have a fantastic day. Have art be a part of your life. It's important. Watch a movie and talk about it with your family. Watch a new show. Enjoy that time with your loved ones. Hug your kids. Love your family. Tell them how much they mean to you. They want to hear that. They do. When I hear from my kids, like my little Lexi, will go, Dad, I love you. You're doing a great job. What? You're, you're a great dad. You have no idea how awesome that makes me feel. I mean, I do anything for my kids and I hope I'm doing a good job. I just want to be doing a good job. If I'm doing a great job, wow. <laughs> That's all you can ask for, man. <laughs> That's it. That's it. You know, when I'm long gone, I want to be remembered as a, a good man and a great father. Chris Watts? You're none of those things, sir. You fucked it up. You did it. And for that, that's why I'm doing this. And I think I understand Chris more going through this journey of research, listening to stuff, and figuring out what happened that night. And I will talk about my personal belief, my theory on what happened. On that day. And we will continue talking about. All of the events. That happened. Before then. And other cast of characters as well. There are other people. To talk about. Oh there's more to talk about. I am learning something every day. (laughs) Every day. I learn something new. That's how deep it goes. It's incredible. I've never come across anything like it. In my life. Nothing comes close. Nothing. I was doing the Amanda Knox thing in my brain. And I would kind of go over and over and over it. Recycle it to try to understand it more. But there's only so much information. Like there's information. But not like this. I mean, it's it's raining down information. It's only going to get more interesting. Next episode. There is more Interesting stuff to talk about. I love you. Thanks for listening. God bless you. Have a good one.